Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of The Matter Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. So this is uh, basically a podcast where I interview men with interesting fashion. Uh, these are guys from all walks of life who uh, have spent years trying different things to find their style. And uh, they all have their own unique approach and experiences. And I've sat down with some of them to talk about it. Today's guest is uh, Drew. Drew's originally from Virginia and he currently lives in Pittsburgh. He's a graduate student studying genetics. He's been following fashion for about eight years, but hasn't really uh, pursued the craft until about five years ago. Uh, you can find Drew on Instagram at Mr. Banazir, and he also frequents male fashion advice through his Reddit account, Sam the Guard. We sat down twice together to basically talk and share ideas about men's fashion. Like when did yeah. you when did you first get into clothes and why? So, gosh, I'm so just to give you a little bit of background on me, I'm not going to give too much information, but sure. um, yeah. I'm currently a full time student, so I'm 22 years old, um, and it's kind of hard to tell from my sense of fashion. Um, but I would say I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. So, I mean, I had to be 14, 15 years old when I started thinking about fashion. So when I was a kid, I really didn't think much about it. Um, and then, I, I mean, I noticed how other guys dressed and carried themselves and everything. And, you know, I said, you know what, I'm not going to worry about it. I got a lot of hand-me-downs from family members and everything. And then uh, there was actually this really integral or not integral, but like substantial moment in uh, my teenage years. I went to a, a party and I was talking to somebody and they said, you look literally like crap because uh, <laughs> it would, uh, I'd gotten wet from one of the things that was there. And I had a brown shirt on and I had plaid shorts on. <laughs> and I mean, this girl I was talking to, she just looks at me and says, you literally look like crap. Oh, no. Um, so I'm like, Must all right, wake up call. wrong here. Yeah, exactly. It was a massive wake up call. So um, really had no idea where to start. And I had found Reddit within the past year prior to that, I guess. So I decided, hey, you know what, I'll look up, you know, is there anything for men's fashion? Um, so obviously, the subreddit had been existing for a while. I don't necessarily know the full history of the subreddit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it had been present for a while at that point. Um, so I probably spent the next year or two just reading and taking in as much information as I can, going to every, uh, what are you wearing today thread that I could. Um, seeing everything that popped up as recommendations, inspiration albums, and just saturating as much as I could into my adolescent brain of like, all right, this is what's good. This is what's bad. Um, so I really took the time to look into it myself over that time and everything. Um, as time went on, I finally, I mean, I was a teenager and I didn't have a job, so I didn't really have a source of income. Right. So I had to really wait for the instances of like, when I could get gifts from like birthdays or, you know, Christmas or something like that and be like, Hey mom and dad, this is exactly what I want. Wow. No deviation. Um, and I had a lot of missteps in the early days to say the least in terms <laughs> of fashion. Um, so I spent a lot of time doing that. And then I would say I started really 
kind of gravitating more towards like the basic bastard outfit, for instance. Right. Um, I gravitated that towards that a little bit more in my senior year of high school. Um, even though that was like established in 2013 and that was 2015 when I was a senior in high school. Um, and then once I went off to college, um, I said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to full commit to this. Um, I'm actually enjoying my time reading into this and learning about fashion and everything. Um, and then through that, I started, you know, continuing pushing the envelope on, you know, what can I wear? What can I pull off in terms of fashion? Right. Um, and then within the past probably six months to a year, I've pushed that envelope further than I ever could have thought as like a 14, 15 year old first looking at fashion, like just the, the fashion choices I've made from then to now are leaps and bounds of differences. So, and how did you kind of progress <laughs> to what are you in now? Like what so, was your style back yeah. then and what, what is your style now? So I started off, as I said, a lot of my clothing is from like my family members and a lot of cousins, for instance. Um, a lot of what they wore were surf and skate brands because they were, I mean, my, they were all skater kids and everything right. like that. So I had Billabong, Van, 17th Street, uh, Tony Hawk shirts, like literally the Tony Hawk brand shirts. <laughs> Um, and so I was really into graphic tees and everything, but then I started seeing, you know, in 2013, 14, 15, there was a really big trend of really kind of slim fits and everything. Right. Everybody kind of gravitated away from like the urban lumberjack sort of look. But at the same time, I always liked to gravitate more towards that Americana style. Right. Um, so as time progressed, I like started getting the staple items of, you know, a decent pair of jeans, not just like these crap skate brand jeans. Like I started buying like Levi's and um, brands that were more well-known and more universal mm -hmm. that you could find throughout either multiple countries or even just like at any department store, really. Um, I also kept a lot of what I used to wear at that point because, again, I was still flirting with the idea of dressing well. Um, so I started off at that point and it's, I mean, it was kind of a whirlwind when I was in like the first few years. And then throughout college, I tried to do a very basic bastard esque sort of look. Um, just trying to keep the minimal staples of like, you can see on my Instagram account, how there's, I mean, a lot of it is the same exact type of Oxford cloth button down, for instance. Right. Uh, I've got Chino shorts. I've got Chino's. And then I had kill shots. I mean, you, you couldn't get more <laughs> MFA than that. In yeah. its essence. Um, but in, in recent, the recent year or so, um, I've started to actually explore a little bit more into, you know, I've always liked that American style. So why not actually dive headfirst into that? Um, the first thing that kind of got me into that was buying a pair of Red Wing Iron Rangers because I'd right. seen so much written about them. And I was like, I don't know if I want to buy them. They're $320. I don't have a consistent income and everything. Um, and I was fortunate enough to go to a Nordstrom and they went on sale on like a flash sale on some third party site for $220. So I was like, all right, they're a hundred dollars off. I'm not going to get this good of an opportunity again because Nordstrom price matched. So Bought them there, and then I started looking into other things. Um, I got my first pair of raw denim probably two years ago now. Um, now I own a couple pairs. Um, 
so I'm moving more towards like a minimalist but Americana style overall. If that makes sense, right? Um, and then a lot of my summer fits still incorporate a lot of like summer prep and things like that because yep. you got to have fun summer prints and everything. So right, so you're moving away from like that. I don't know, thirteen, fourteen, J Crew, <laughs> everything, kill shots, yeah. the minimalist exactly. J Crew, MFA. Yeah. Yeah, style. I mean, I'm, I'm still sticking to a lot of that, and it's I'm also at a very difficult point now because um, as I'm still in college, I'm trying to make sure I have a wardrobe that, like, on any given day, if I run into somebody in my field, I look professional enough that, you know, I don't look like I'm some kid. Like, because there's a stigma around streetwear, and I personally don't gravitate much towards streetwear, um, partially because of this, but partially I... I don't know. I've, I've had a lot of trouble buying into the hype of it. Um, but I also get why people gravitate towards it. Um, I also was never a sneaker head or anything like that. So I think that's another key component to that. Um, at least from my experience, but interesting. Um, so I, from a lot of my background, at least a lot of the sneaker heads kind of went from being all about, uh, Jordans and everything. And then they kind of turned into wearing streetwear exclusively. So, from where I grew up, it went to that kind of avenue for them. Right. And I was in my own, like you said, adolescent fashion. It made no sense. Uh, and then I moved, when I moved to college, I went to a very rural college, um, population less than 50,000 and everything. So like people didn't care about fashion at all. And I mean, in my hometown, they didn't either, but where I was in the middle of the Appalachian mountains, there is no sense of fashion over there. The closest real department stores were 45 minutes away at least. Um, so like I got to experiment with a lot of more like Americana stuff finally. And I wasn't really judged because a lot of people around that area were wearing that more of a utilitarian purpose. Right. If you will. Um, so that's kind of been my pathway of getting there. Um, and I'm, I'm still developing my style day by day. Um, I'm finally getting the guts and sometimes the money to be able to buy bigger purchases and uh, go outside my comfort zone. Um, finally bought a denim jacket, even though that's like a staple of Americana fashion. Um, I just had never gotten around to buying it um, and trying to incorporate that into more like urban fits as I moved to a major city now and everything. Um, so it's been a, a, a meandering process. Right. You've always kind of been interested in Americana. You kind of grew up in that environment. And then now you're kind of revisiting it almost. Yeah, in a way. I'm trying to I'm trying to modernize it if I can because okay. a lot of yeah. what I'm seeing now as a trend in MFA is the very boxy fits. I mean, you see that a lot yeah. in Uniqlo now um, where it's like the loose fits and everything. And my like brain that was trained on this <laughs> earlier MFA of like, you're wearing slim fits only because you don't want the proportions to be out of whack. Right. And Everything now like was about pants are coming back. It's right. a new world. Do you see that you're using fashion as a way to um, build confidence or do you think that you're just kind of using it as a way to uh, be more social? Cause you kind of mentioned a little bit about you want to seem professional with your clothing yeah so i i would say especially in my earlier days it was all about confidence and looking like i was a teenage boy who gave a crap about how he looked and right um 
And as I started to dress better and was able to see, hey, I'm, you know, looking more presentable and things like that, that brought a confidence boost that I didn't know was possible. And I was like, all right, something's clicking here. I'm going to keep pushing through and making sure that I continue doing this. Right. Um, so it's it's been a big confidence aspect throughout my development of, of fashion sense and everything. Yeah. Um, as it's progressed to where it is now, it has much more so become social. Um, I actually had some of my roommates in college, they like basically mixed all up and I had a couple new guys come and move in with me. And one of the guys, um, that was one of the first things him and I kind of clicked over. It was, Hey, I like, I like the jacket you're wearing or I like your shoes. Um, where did you get it? Like just those random questions that kind of prod a long conversation. And then I started to realize like, you know, this is something that I can do on a daily basis if I so wish. Um, it's really become very social, especially the past three months moving to a new city on my own and everything. Um, I actually had an experience. I went to go get some food and there was this guy wearing a pair of espadrilles and I literally stopped him. And I said, hey, I got to know what brand are those? Um, I've been looking through some different brands. Could you tell me what they are? And he had a, like a five minute conversation about me saying, Oh, you know, I've loved these. I've had these for a couple of years. They've held up well and everything. Um, so it's definitely progressed from that very much so confidence boosting aspect to this social atmosphere. And um, they go hand in hand as time goes along and everything. And I mean, they're still both present, but I would say it's much more social now. Kind of what I've noticed in recent years, when I finally started dressing better and, you know, had the confidence to finally post on a like, what shoe are you wearing today? I, I'll never forget. I literally got kill shots. And then a week later I posted in the, what shoe are you wearing today thread? And I like made a comment of like, yeah, I finally got the memes and everything like that. And that like, I got one person that gave me an upvote and I was like, all right, <laughs> that's uh, reassuring to say the least. Um, and I mean, there's, there's been a very big shift in terms of MFA as a subreddit. Yes. Um, I mean, looking at it today, like right now there's, they just broke 2.2 million readers, which right. is a great number to have. There's been a lot of growth in the community and everything and a lot of great feedback. There's a lot of great resources. But what I've really noticed is, especially if you're not at that forefront of fashion, um, they're like those boxy bits that are more so trending now in the subreddit. Um there's a lot of guys that, you know, you'll see at the top of every what are you wearing today post because people love their fits. Um, you'll see a few kind of like slim fits like SLPs and everything like that. But it's it's much so moving in another direction. If you're not in that forefront, you don't really have as much interaction. And that was something that, you know, took a while for me to understand. I posted a few times in the subreddit. And, right. Um, as a subreddit that I loved and kind of developed all my inter- information from. Right. Um, not having that interaction back was just lacking. And um, actually, my roommate was one of the people that helped implore me to, hey, you should make a Instagram account. And that was its own battle internally of like, you know, is it worth it? Because, I mean, building a follower, a follower or following ship, whatever the term is, building a following overall on the platform is a challenge. I mean, with so many influencers nowadays and so many other fashion Instagram accounts, it's it's hard to penetrate that market. Right. So it's my hope is to eventually move it into a facet of, you know, this is a display of what my fashion sense is like. 
Um, I want to be able to interact with people, answer questions. Um, I want feedback on what I wear because what I wear is nowhere near where I want it to be. But, you know, I'm working on it day by day, and that's the thing. Where do you want your style to be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it, it really depends. I mean, um, I'm, I'm an old man at heart. I mean, I like I make dad jokes on the daily basis. I drink whiskey exclusively. Um, I like I'm 90 years old at heart. I have records all over my apartment and everything. Um, so like I I don't mind looking like that kind of out of place guy that you know is wearing the same pair of jeans he's owned for 15 20 years that have really good fades that he himself has made wearing a pair of red wings or um whatever boots i own hopefully one day vibergs or something like that right. um you know wearing those boots every single day day in and day out rotating through all the different pairs i own um and just having that like somewhat refined and like classical sense but at the same time something that has a little pop of fun every once in a while and everything um if that makes sense it's hard to kind yeah, of verbalize it because it's, sure. it's something i'm still developing day by day as yeah, I said. you're just trying to figure out you're kind of putting yourself out there exactly uh, and uh, especially with my profession and trying to build myself professionally i want to make sure i can you know look really presentable and cohesive in that environment and i mean there's a lot of studies that have shown that the better you dress and the better you carry yourself, the better promotions you get, and the better opportunities you get. So it's not just like a, a single person sort of deal where like, oh, it's a confidence booster for yourself, but it's something other people notice whether they want to admit it or not. So, so um, would you say it, that you're building your fashion and style for, for the other people? For others to notice, I guess. To a level, yeah. Um, definitely in my professional attire. I see. Um, so, like, I I critique every aspect of what I wear in a professional basis, especially, like, if I'm going to an interview or anything like that. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves right now about my entire wardrobe is I don't have a good suit. Um, I mean, I, I've been in college, and don't have the funds and I've made some hallmark purchases of things that, you know, I wanted more like red wings, a pair of Thursday boots. I got a pair of Beckett Simonones actually for, from a thrift store, funny enough. Um, but I haven't had the time or money to really invest into what I should be investing in, in a way. But at the same time, it's like finding that balance of what do you enjoy wearing versus what do you want other people to see you wearing right. and be like, Oh, they're put together. So, um, I think a lot of what I'm putting on the Instagram account is a lot of what I I want to wear along with like sprinklings of like, hey, here's like my really pristine put together like shirt and tie fit right. and everything like that every once in a while. So do you think those two are ever kind of converge? I think they definitely do. Because um, I mean, even what I wear in terms of like more business casual, especially during the winter months. um, you know, it's it's what would qualify in like, um, I mean, not necessarily a uptight sort of law firm or anything like that. Not by any means. But like, if you go into a lot of workplaces, I grew up in an area that is very much so a industry area. So, I mean, manual labor, there's a lot of, I mean, it's machinery and 
a lot of people either go into the military or work in those factories. Um, so coming from that and seeing, okay, if I try at least my minimum and put on a decently fitting button down that doesn't, you know, mushroom over your belt and your like waistline, right. you wear a belt that matches whatever watch you're wearing or whatever like that. You have a belt that matches your dress shoes and slacks. Something as simple as that is doing better than, I mean, just not trying. So um, I think there's an intersection definitely because I incorporate those same slacks that I would do in that situation, that I would right. use in that situation into my daily wardrobe. So they definitely do intersect. There, there was actually a, a couple conversations I had with some of my friends in college. Um, you know, I, on a daily basis, like I would wear let's say a very basic bastard fit in terms of like a uh, light blue OCBD, some khaki slacks, and then let's say some suede boots, suede wingtip boots or something like that. Right. And my friends were like, Hey, let's go to the bars. Let's go meet people, go hang out and everything. And some people with my normal sense of fashion, they would say, Oh, you, you, you look good wearing that. But other people would turn around and say, you look like a dad. You need to <laughs> you need to dress more your age. So it's this battle of like, I I want them to interact, but at the same time, you know, I want to still be able to express myself and not just look like the generic dude that's wearing the same exact outfit. And that's why I think it's so important to really diversify what you wear, have those statement pieces, yeah. and look a little bit different from the basic square, if you will. Do you feel like you want to kind of stand out from the rest of your peers a little bit? Um, a little. I think, I think it's a lot easier to do that than people realize. Um, even with what I've been posting, especially in the past three weeks, because I've really started ramping up production in terms of that as I've finally gotten cohesive feedback and better ideas of what I want to do on that account. Um, I've, I've kind of realized if you put in at least a little bit effort on a daily basis, that minimal effort the bar lowers in terms of the next level of effort. So my requirement used to be, all right, I'm going to wear jeans. My nicer, when I like started dressing, I'm going to wear leather shoes instead of sneakers or like bands or something. That's my beater shoes basically. And I'm going to wear a t-shirt. And then eventually I swapped out the t-shirt for a button down. And then I eventually swapped out the jeans for better fitting jeans. And then I got a better pair of shoes. So it's, continually building up these outfits and improving them on a day-by-day -day basis right. to where, you know, people look at me now and are like one of my buddies that's in school with me right now. He looked at me the other day and he said, you know, you never wear t-shirts. And I had never <laughs> put an ounce of thought into that. And then I looked at my account and I was like, yeah, I've worn a button down the past four days. And I thought back to my weekend, okay, I went to the store in a button down in chino shorts <laughs> and uh, some leather, like, mock shoes basically and everything and i was like yeah i mean i can i can relax it up a little bit and still dress well um so it's it's this interesting conjunction point between dressing well and dressing too kind of uptight in a way um but definitely having fun with it i right. think is one of the most important parts do you value uh, your friends feedback a lot do you think you without a doubt i think it's one of the most important things because you know sometimes what what your friends are able to see from their perspective is a lot different from what you are able to see from where you're standing or looking in a mirror. Right. Um, things are going to look different if somebody takes a picture of you 
or you take a picture on a tripod, right? Or if you just you know take a selfie and look at it that way. I think their perspective, especially as they see me dress over time, it's gonna allow them to see, okay, this is how he typically dresses. This is how he's variating. And, you know, I ask them for feedback on a daily or weekly basis, at least a lot of people I've asked uh, that roommate that kind of pushed me to make the account. Um, I ask him for feedback a little less frequently now since we don't live together, but I used to ask him advice every couple of days. Um, I've asked my girlfriend from input from a girl's perspective in terms right. of fashion. Cause I mean, it's, it's a lot more, what's the right terminology for this? I would say it's a lot more free, entertaining, and almost easy for women to dress well. Um, there's so many fun prints out there. There's so many variations on what they can and what they can wear overall between, I mean, their shorts, their tops, their blouses, their cardigans, their sweaters and everything versus guys who, you know, at sometimes it feels like you're confined to this tight little box. Um, hmm. So, I I do my best to try and ask for input of like, hey, does this look weird? Do the proportions look off? Um, and I've asked this at like three in the afternoon when I'm finally about to go home for the day or something like that. And one of my friends says, yeah, you look like absolute shit today. I'm like, <laughs> thanks for the honest feedback, honestly. I mean, now I know to not put these items together. So, I, I mean, you, you live and learn. Right. So you're asking their feedback more on like the technical parts almost yes and at the same time like i'm asking them like do i look like an old man who's stuck in a 22 year old's body at times um does it look like i'm a slob wearing this or anything like that just whatever feedback they're willing to give me and a lot of it ends up being technical of like you know those those pants look a little bit like high waters especially from some people i know um that just because you know they're a little bit shorter in the legs and everything like that um, so I definitely get both sides of feedback. One of the biggest things that I've used, especially as I was finding my own sense of fashion, um, excuse me, I, I try to pull from as much as I can. And I mean, sometimes I'll wake up at six in the morning and need to be at my building at like nine. And I spend probably like 30 minutes browsing through the subreddit, Pinterest, uh, whatever search queries I can make up in my mind and throw it in, into Google and see what inspiration I can find. Um, I do a lot in terms of that I and wow. through what accounts I follow. Um, a lot of it is, you know, brainstorming and seeing, okay, what do I own now? And as I've kind of progressed in trying to become more minimal with my wardrobe, right. um, while also getting those pieces that I've been thinking about for a year or two, um, you know, it's it's this hard challenge of trying to be inventive with the same, I mean, 20 shirts that you can wear in the summer or the same, like, 10 sweaters or something like that. You can only go so far, but, I mean, you got to try new things. What's the, what's the hardest part about all of this? The hardest part, for me at least at this point in my life, is kind of being hypercritical of what I wear. You know, it's, it, this is another thing that I've kind of thought about the past six months and it's what's kind of pushed me to make a couple of purchases that, you know, kind of more so push what I usually wear and try new waters and things like that. It's that, you know, 
as kind of depressing as this is going to sound, people aren't going to remember what you wear if you pass them on the street. They'll, they might remember your face or something like, or, you know, oh, I've seen them before somewhere. I don't know where. But, you know, people aren't going to judge you as as much. Right. Um, if you're, you know, bold and want to try this new fit out, you know, I might look like a goober for a day, but hey, if I wear it and I enjoy wearing it and I come home and then look in the mirror and say, I still love this coming back home, that's good. If I come back home and I say, uh, maybe not, you know, I learn from it. And as I'm getting that feedback, I, I see all these nitpicky things and, you know, I want to try all these different fits and styles and everything. But at the same time, I'm being so nitpicky at the same time that I'm also thinking, okay, I have these boots but I want these boots because it'll change my style just a little bit and refine it a little bit more into the direction I want to go. Um, so kind of a way I've mitigated that is not buying things off of a gut decision or anything like that. Um, but I would say those are the two biggest challenges. Right. Kind of accepting the fact of like, you know, at the end, it doesn't really matter if you try things and they look weird or don't you tried something that's a good day that's positive right taking more um, risks exactly and then the second is you know money constraints and trying to not go too crazy so i kind of want to focus a little bit on and get your insights and opinions on about how like what you think is the hardest part for someone that's just now starting to think about uh, uh, about how to dress better, how to dress well, and kind of just discovering their own style right now. Um, you, so, yeah. No, you can go ahead. Go ahead and clarify what you're specifically asking because I'm, I'm like modulating it as you flush right. it out a little bit more. Um, because you kind of, we briefly talked about how when you first started thinking about fashion um you learned you kind of gravitate you found uh male fashion advice you learned on your own uh there were a very good feedback loop where you kind of read about the things and then you did it yourself posted on the subreddit and people commented or didn't comment and then you kind of iterated everybody was doing like you know their own thing but there was like a commonality um yeah we also kind of touched upon how nowadays there isn't really a centralized place for you to do that anymore, especially where um, the male fashion subreddit is less about getting advice. Uh, it's yes. more about kind of just male fashion. It's about more news, Correct. sharing things, uh, less about getting feedback and stuff. So uh, I guess we don't have to like, specifically talk about the subreddit mm -hmm. um i mean it's 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 a huge part of like the fashion uh, world and that's where we've right. had our perspective yeah, from. yeah because there's so little place for men especially out there to kind of get that kind of feedback to like get inspired to look for uh things that they um that resonates with them Right. I think you yeah. talked a little bit about how it's almost easier for women because they have so much material to work with and they're allowed yeah. to kind of like explore and make mistakes. Like for a guy, for us to like 
you know try out new things it's it's kind of scary and there's very few things that we can like get feedback on like you know guys don't ask guys but like hey what do you think about this like yeah (laughs) so there's there's a lot of things that i've especially since we last talked that i've spent some more time thinking about and really um trying to pinpoint where exactly i see you know the fashion world from um and you're hitting the nail on the head right now in my opinion where you know women have a great support system and being able to ask each other, Hey, how does this look? Does this look good? Does this look bad? Uh, there's so many different outlets, whether it's blogs that are similar to MFA, whether it's Pinterest, cause there's so much just material out there for women to, you know, collect from Pinterest and other fashion centric, uh, mediums, um, Instagram as well. Although Instagram is also in a way toxic, but that's its own rabbit hole of an issue. Cause uh, photos are so heavily edited nowadays, but I digress. Um, so there's that great environment for women to thrive off of in the world of fashion. Um, and if you look on the side of men's fashion, it feels like there are these very thin alleys and roadways that you have to go down. You either dress in a suit and tie, like you're dressed like a news anchor on a daily basis, or you can hit something like you just really don't care how you dress and you're wearing, you know, super baggy, poorly fitting jeans, boots because they, they're boots and they're durable, um, oversized sweatshirts and a ball cap. Um, and then you have people that you see in very prominent spheres, such as music artists and athletes and people in those environments that have these very eccentric styles, um, one of the most interesting to me this week alone, Kanye West releasing releasing his <laughs> album and then releasing his merch. Right. Um, and as a guy looking online, I'm thinking, okay, I like, I want to see what he's releasing. And seeing sweatshirts is two hundred forty dollars that have two circles on it. Um, having a disconnect between you know somebody entering fashion, seeing that's a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a pair of socks that are twenty dollars, like. This isn't something that I want to, you know, try and get into this world and I need to drop $240 for a a good sweatshirt, but that's one. I need multiple. Um, I see that as an issue where, um, you know, some of the idols people have in terms of fashion are athletes, musicians, um, or if they want to go another avenue, they are these anchors or television personalities or whatever it may be who have the monetary ability to experiment with all the different brands and things like that um for guys it's not really that easy in my opinion because you don't have the ability to look at another guy and just ask them well you do have the ability but it's kind of stigmatized against Mm -hmm. let me correct myself on that um you don't typically see guys saying hey do i look all right if you look like you're put together on some level the, uh, the guy you're asking is going to tell you you look good, you're, you're killing it, whatever. You're going to hype each other up because at the end of the day, a lot of guys don't care about fashion. Um, it's okay if you don't care about fashion, but as somebody who's trying to get into fashion and understand it on a deeper level and you know refine their own fashion sense, it's a frustrating thing. Um, it was one reason when I was younger, actually, I would – talk to girls and try and get their opinions because I know they're going to be blunt and honest with me and say, that looks terrible. Don't wear the, that combination again. 
Whereas guys, they just say, you're wearing slacks and a button down. You look great compared to me. I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Um, it's that kind of scope. And then if an individual wants to take that utility aspect and go and search for something and search for inspiration, again, there is so much less out there for men compared to women. Um, even today when I was putting together my own fit, went on Pinterest and tried to search for a specific term, um, couldn't find anything. Uh, I went on Instagram, didn't have much success there either. MFA, um, again, we've kind of, it's kind of beating a dead horse at this point, but um, they don't really provide as much feedback. And there are some original posts that I've seen recently that I love in terms of providing inspiration, like color combinations. That's a great spot to start because a lot of people don't understand how to combine colors and color is difficult. Um, but at the end of the day, there's not that much out there. So you really just need to kind of go for it at times. And, you know, if you're very new to the fashion world, you don't necessarily have the confidence in, okay, I know what I'm doing to some level. I'm going to put this together, walk out the door and have the confidence that I did something coherent at least. So what, if you could give, I guess one piece of advice for somebody that's just starting out, what would that piece of advice be? My first piece of advice is that it does not need to be perfect because that was something that I struggled with a lot when I started. Right. Um, I was, you know, a teenager still living at home without a job, looking at my parents saying, I want this, 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 and this. And looking at five pieces together, they added up to a few hundred dollars. That's not realistic for a teenager to own. So take a step back and realize what your expectations are. You don't need to make that big leap in an instant. I see it more as you need to take steps in the right direction. So the, the first purchase, I think I talked about this with you last time, was this pair of Craftsman leather shoes that yeah. were a step above not wearing sneakers on a daily basis. Sure, they weren't Red Wing Iron Rangers. They weren't Wolverine Thousand Miles or anything. But they were something that looked more coherent, cohesive, more professional, and more of the style that I was going for. And just doing that simple aspect of getting that one pair of shoes, and I used them for about four years, um, wore them on almost every other day basis. And that single progress made me realize, okay, this is a good step. Where can I go next? So I think that's the first essential step is realizing it does not need to be all at once. Make daily progress. Make small steps. The other component I think is really important to realize is it's, it's a very hard skill to acquire, but being able to pinpoint exactly what you do and don't like, whether it be the cut of whatever you're looking at, if it's um, you know a little bit too baggy for your liking, but you like how it's not constricting and you know skin tight, that's something you need to be able to recognize. If you like the color or the texture, if you like, um, I mean, even looking at more winter fits now, the difference of having something actually tailored in the winter can make a major difference in actually staying warm while also looking good. Um, so another skill is definitely pinpointing every little detail you can find to say, I like this, I don't like this, so you can apply it to your own wardrobe. Do you think it's okay for you to not know what you like or what you don't like at the very beginning? 
Definitely, without a doubt. It's it's something that has taken me three or four years to be able to start realizing maybe this is what I should be looking at. Um, I would say it was one of the most influential aspects as to what made me recognize how to push myself in a new direction. It's not something you will likely get from the get-go, and that is okay. You're learning. Learning is not a quick process. Um, But the fact that you're at least thinking and trying, that's what matters. What was the last compliment you got on uh, something that you wore? Um, I don't know. Well, this I had a comment today that I don't know if it was a compliment or okay. not. Um, I decided I bought a pair of um, these wine-colored pants uh, from Old Navy like nine months ago. Uh, at the end of winter last year, basically. And yep. I had never worn them, um, debated whether I want to get them tailored. I had no idea how to incorporate the color of wine, like this odd purple burgundy mix into my wardrobe. Um, and I just always reverted back to my denim. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go for it today, going to wear them. Um, and I wore them. And the first thing when I walked into my conference room today is one of my uh, – classmates she looked at me and she says those are some very fall pants (laughs) and i'm like is that a compliment or not so um i'll take it as a compliment that's what i was going for you got to embrace the fall foliage as you can yeah before that it was a few weeks ago probably another one of the guys in my cohort actually he was asking me about uh fashion uh luckily enough he was looking at boots and um asked me, he was like, you know, you, you seem to have an understanding of what you like and you have a really good sense of fashion. What do you recommend? Um, so that was a really reassuring thing to see, you know, another guy being able to step out of his comfort zone and say, Hey, I like what you're doing. That's its own feat nowadays. In all honesty, in my opinion. Um, second, uh, it was reassuring to see even when I'm not putting forth my utmost effort, it's still something that somebody else recognizes, which is, um, it's reassuring. Well, besides your wine-colored pants, what was the <laughs> uh, what was the riskiest, scariest decision you uh, recently made with your style? Man, um, I would probably say. so this one's kind of funny to a level and i know it wasn't a full effort at fashion but it was also trying to play the card of you know enjoying your time not taking fashion seriously at all um so as i mentioned i'm very 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 much so into college football um so i was at the university i was still an undergrad when i was going to the football game but you know i wanted to I wanted to dress a little bit nicer for the football game than I normally do. I usually wear just a a jersey or a t-shirt with the team's logo and everything. Um, Instead, I decided to order a white polo off of Amazon that had the logo on it and everything. It was all right. Um, And I ordered it and got it in the mail. And it was three days before the game when I was going to wear it. And it was a whiteout game, so I needed to wear white. Um, to fit in and it was probably so i ordered a a medium and it probably at the hem at the bottom of the shirt was the size of a double xl 
<laughs> it, it just flared out to no tomorrow. I, I could not believe it. I guess it's what you get for ordering like an $11 polo off of Amazon. That's that cheap of quality, but that's my own fault. Um, so I didn't have access to, you know, go get it tailored or anything in a few days. Um, I didn't have a sewing machine or anything. Um, so I tucked it into my shorts as kind of like a frat boy-esque sort of look. Nice. And it it just looked rough. I mean, it. I look back at that picture from that day and I laugh at it because at the end of the day, it's a funny memory. But man, I will never do that again. <laughs> Did you wear that on uh, Halloween yesterday? No, I didn't wear it on Halloween. I actually, um, about six months ago, I started to try and learn how to sew. So that was one of my first projects to kind of toy with and um, didn't turn out great. But at least, again, it's learning. So I tried kind of tapering it in around the chest down um wasn't super successful but it definitely helped me understand how to use a sewing machine better um but no i didn't get to dress up for halloween yesterday but that should have been a prime candidate that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) so we talked quite a bit about uh how your style had evolved where do you think your style will be in another five years hmm where would I like to see my style in five years? I don't know. I, I would say the avenue that I'm kind of going down now is something that I kind that I want to continue down. But I want to have I want to have enough diversity in my wardrobe to where it doesn't look like I'm wearing the same stuff on a daily basis. Cause that's something I am concerned with now with minimalism to a level because um, if you have the same exact OCBD that you wear right. uh, in four different colors um, and the same chinos, same cut in four different colors, it, it gets a little pedantic. Um, but I'm really hoping I can have enough variety that is you know exciting to where I can uh, mix and match items to where like I can go through my wardrobe in like a month, month and a half. Um, just by that variety, but at the same time, keeping it minimal to the point where I don't own a whole lot. Um, Because I I want to avoid spending as much money as I've seen some individuals spend on clothing, because that can be dangerous. Um, And I think we're living in a world now where it's better to, um, at least in my opinion, it's better to live in a more minimalist fashion. Um, You can exist in this world without spending a whole lot of money, taking up so many resources, and still live a very comfortable life. And that's something that um, it's taken a while to recognize, and that comes with maturity as well and something I'm learning. So I don't want to go out and spend another few thousand dollars, but uh, it's one reason I do see why some long-term purchases that are a little bit more expensive are worth the purchase. You know, you get your money's worth out of them. Would you like to make a fashion prediction? Whew. Um fashion prediction that's a i don't know when you first asked me this question beforehand i i don't really know where fashion is going to go going the direction that it is now it's a lot wider than it used to be um something that i could see returning with you know these wider fits that are going on right now i could really see a full return of like almost keep going in this cyclical fashion where you have that, I think it was 
the early 2000s, the NBA draft where those horrendous <laughs> suits were worn, I could see people wearing those almost in an ironic sense oh, no. in the world of fashion. Just like, you know, but the 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 way the suits were cut on the top, like the jackets, you could tell they weren't made proportionally, but I would see like that kind of bagginess to a level, but proportional enough, if that makes sense. I could see that happening as an ironic sense, but also in the sense of where fashion is heading now. So you say the return of shoulder pads, the white shoulder pads? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of fashion trends that I never thought I would see return. Um, pleated pants was something I really didn't anticipate coming back to any level. Um, but they're going like crazy now. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I am no oracle in any way, shape, or form. But um, would I enjoy seeing that? Yeah, because, I mean, that was that's an iconic picture at the end of the For day. Sure. I know exactly the one that you're talking about. <laughs> I think it was Shaq with uh, his huge, he, he basically looks like a wall. Yeah, I mean, every single one of them just looked like a brick wall standing there and it just <laughs> didn't look like it could be penetrated because it was a wall of fabric. That concludes this episode of The Manor Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Shoot me an email at paul at manor.co for comments, suggestions, or feedback. I would love to hear from all of you. Thank you so much to Drew for being an amazing, wonderful guest. And once again, you can find him on Instagram at Mr. Banazir. Make sure you subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. And if you liked this week's episode, please leave us a review. Thank you once again. We'll be back next week with an all-new guest to talk about men's fashion. Have a good one and see you again soon.